Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. This is a solo podcast and the title of this podcast is Should You Compete? Now this is a conversation that I've had with a couple of clients recently, whether competing or potential clients who are interested in coaching, whether competing is an appropriate goal for you or not. And Recently, myself and a current client were actually talking about how it's often easier to work through the reasons why someone maybe shouldn't compete and then go through a bit of a process of elimination there and then look at what the reason is that you actually want to compete after you've gone through that process of elimination. So the first thing I'm going to go through on this podcast is the reasons why you might actually not want to compete and there are quite a few reasons so it will probably take a while to get through those but I think it's something that's really important to address um, and it's, it's quite hard to get the balance right of increasing awareness and making people aware of what competing actually is because sometimes it is quite glamorized on social media especially on Instagram it can look very glamorous, it can look fun, it can look very um, obviously aesthetically pleasing, that's the whole goal and it's very hard even as a competitor to show every tiny little detail because you don't, I know obviously a lot of people have videographers and things like that these days but they still don't have someone following them round with a camera every single minute of the day and they're probably even if they're vloggers a lot of the time they're probably not going to pick up the camera when they're having their worst moments or it's just purely impossible to capture every minute of the day and everything that goes into the process so it's very hard to create an accurate picture and accurate representation of what competing really consists of and how extreme it really is and then on the other end of the spectrum sometimes I think when somebody does sort of list the negatives of competing and they put all of those negatives in one post without any positives for example then it can look all doom and gloom which it also isn't because it can be an enjoyable sport if it's right for you but the reality is that it's not appropriate for a lot of people and a lot of people maybe do get into competing who potentially it isn't appropriate for and you can still have goals without stepping on stage you can still want to develop your physique without stepping on stage you can still push yourself without stepping on stage so if your only reason for competing is because you you like to push yourself and you feel like it's the next step it probably maybe isn't the right goal and you might want to consider something like a photo shoot instead where you can still push for that progress you can still push your limits but you don't have to take it to quite the same extreme so you don't have to experience all the negative health consequences which come alongside stepping on stage because there are a lot of negative health complications that come along with that goal which you have to accept so just something to consider there it doesn't make you any more or less of a person whether you step on stage or not you can still have goals without stepping on stage and actually for a lot of people it's probably more appropriate 
to to not step on stage than what it is to step on stage and you could always do something like a photo shoot and um you probably have more enjoyable experience for a lot of people other than the few percentage of people that competing is appropriate for and what i am also going to say is competing was appropriate for me when i did it a hundred percent i loved every minute of it it was a hundred percent appropriate for me at that time however it's not appropriate for me anymore and it's okay for your goals and your values to change as you go through life and my goals and my values have certainly changed and competing is therefore no more in line not anymore competing is not in line with my goals and values anymore so that is why i have taken a step back from it and i think a lot of people end up attaching so much of their identity to competing that they then struggle to come away from it when maybe they should and that's something to consider as well it's so important to be open to change and to have an open mind and to do what's really right for you rather than trying to please other people doing anything for external gratification or anything like that so i'm going to dig into the reasons why you probably shouldn't compete First of all, if you're doing it purely for external gratification, for example, likes on social media, a following on social media, just to grow your business and no other reason, you probably shouldn't compete. And actually, this is something I was talking to a client about the other day as well. If you are a coach and your target audience is general population clients who do not compete, it's probably not going to benefit your business to step on stage because you will almost alienate people who don't have that goal a little bit because they don't want to push their bodies to that extreme. They want to be able to enjoy a social life. They want to maintain their health. They don't want to look super gaunt in the face. So if you're going to step on stage purely because you think it might benefit your business and you're a, a coach who has the target audience of non-competitors, or if you're doing it solely for, for a social media following or for likes on social media, don't do it. Honestly, don't do it. And pinning your worth on things like likes and followers on social media is a recipe for disaster alone and then add in competing to that and you're going to get you've got that recipe for disaster there and then you're adding in another bit of disaster which comes with negative health consequences on top of that so it's it's not an ideal situation so make sure that if you're doing it you're doing it for yourself not for anybody else um and not for external gratification at all the second reason you might not want to compete is if you have had an eating disorder in the past and the reason for that is that if you have had an eating disorder in the past and you are prone to disordered eating the likelihood of the, that eating disorder potentially returning or the likelihood that you're at least going to impair your relationship with food if you compete is very high. So if you've got the tendency to gravitate towards disordered eating traits and if you've struggled with an eating disorder in the past, I generally wouldn't recommend that you you compete because you are going to challenge your relationship with food throughout the process um, and you're going to be so much more likely to end up in a worse place if you have str struggled in the past. 
um, in comparison to someone who has always had a really sound relationship with food. So if you have had an eating disorder in the past, it probably isn't the best decision for you to step on stage. The second reason sort of following on from that is if you are currently struggling with your relationship with food, if you're struggling right now with your relationship with food, this will only get worse during a contest prep. Prep might temporarily mask issues with food, which is, I think, something people people almost enter a prep. They, they have this structure, uh, they have a meal plan or they have their macros, they're able to stick to that and they think, oh, my relationship with food has improved when in reality that's not the case. It's just temporarily masking or covering up the issues which you had before. And those issues, if they were there before prep, will probably resurface post-show to an even greater extent. So if you are struggling with your relationship with food, you need to address any issues you have before entering a contest prep. And on top of that, you need to consider whether it is a goal which is appropriate for you even after you have addressed those issues. Because if you have any inkling that those issues might be prone to returning, it's probably not the best idea to, to step on stage and put yourself through a competition prep because of the impact that it can have on your relationship with food. And like I said, those issues might not arise during the prep itself, but the likelihood of them re-arising at least post-show is, is quite high. And often for a lot of people, post-show is a much harder process to go through than, than the prep itself is. You know, you've just gone from getting leaner every single week, checking in, seeing more lines every week, being so focused on your body composition, scale weight declining, um, and having this, this sole focus of getting leaner for this one day and peaking your physique for that one day, that day is revolved around your physique. And then you have to post-show reverse that process because you need to regain the body fat necessary for health. And a lot of people underestimate how much body fat is required to reach a, an optimal position of health. They think that they can get away with staying leaner than what actually is required. And it is so necessary to regain the, the required body fat for, for optimal health post-show. And you want to ideally regain that body fat as quickly as possible, at least the body fat required for health. And then from there, it can be slow. But you, you need to accept that you're going to have to reverse the process of prep. And it can be very difficult to go through that phase where you are reversing that that process and where you're having to regain body fat and where you're having to essentially reverse the entirety of your prep so you have to be prepared for that you can't just be prepared for the prep itself you have to be prepared for the post-show phase as well as that and like i said often that phase can be much more difficult than the contest prep itself so make sure you're aware of what you're getting yourself into and make sure that your, if for example, your goal is to lose body fat and keep it off, then you don't want to compete because stage lean is not maintainable. So if you want to lose body fat and keep it off, then run a more sustainable fat loss phase where you can actually maintain your progress and you can have a life alongside that. 
so that you're actually able to sustain your your progress long term and um you're not pushing your body to to that same extreme so if you want maintainable progress follow a more sustainable um process and don't put yourself through the extremes of of competing on top of that another reason you should not compete is if you do not currently have a regular menstrual cycle competing in most cases requires spending time in states of low energy availability energy availability is the energy that we have left after energy expenditure through steps cardio training etc it's basically the energy that we have left after all of our daily activities for bodily functions such as the menstrual cycle and if we have very limited energy left after our energy expenditure through activity for bodily functions our body will sacrifice certain functions such as the menstrual cycle so that's why we lose our period during prep because we're spending states in we're spending periods of time in a state of low energy availability and our body thinks right okay to keep us alive i'm going to sacrifice the menstrual cycle and the inability to have children is not the only negative consequence of that you can also put yourself at risk of low bone mineral density problems like osteoporosis when you're older um low estrogen which comes along with a whole host of other issues you can put yourself at a greater risk of cardiovascular issues if you have low estrogen and you spend excessive periods of time without a menstrual cycle so it's not don't just think oh i don't want to have babies so i don't really mind that i don't have a cycle that's not the only thing you need to consider it's your long-term health that you need to consider in in these scenarios so if you do not have a regular menstrual cycle at the moment you need to make sure that you do have a regular menstrual cycle for an extended period of time before you consider re-entering any sort of fat loss phase never mind a competition prep so make sure you you correct these issues first and foremost and um basically we have so amenorrhea is where you have the absence of menstrual cycles and that's usually for at least six consecutive months or oligoamenorrhea which is irregular periods and that is fewer than six to eight periods per year and these are obviously the two things that can happen when we spend periods of time in a state of low energy availability and if you do have these issues you should go and seek uh, advice from your gp but like i said you shouldn't be thinking about entering a contest prep if you do have either of these two issues so either irregular periods or um no periods at all and the longer we spend in a state of low energy availability the longer we spend without our menstrual cycle or with the regular cycles the worse the consequences are probably going to be and the longer it is probably going to take to restore health and menstrual function and like i said menstrual function is not just about having babies so don't just use that excuse if we enter prep with our hormone function and menstrual function already not in an optimal position we are only going to increase our risk of long-term health issues and only make the issues we already have so much worse so make sure that your your menstrual health and your hormone health is in a good place before entering a contest prep 
you might even go and have a look at getting your bloods done before entering prep just to ensure that everything is in a good place as well as making sure that you do have a regular menstrual cycle. Um, another reason you probably don't want to compete is if you would like to get pregnant in the very near future and that ties into obviously the previous point because as we've mentioned we are likely to impair menstrual and hormone function during a contest prep which is not optimal if we wish to try and get pregnant in the near future um, we all know that pregnancy is quite difficult sometimes anyway throw in pushing your body to the extreme on top of that and your um, probability of getting pregnant is going to be much lower so if you want to get pregnant in the near future I would advise that you you don't compete right now um, another reason you probably shouldn't prep is if health is one of your number one values at the moment because you are going to sacrifice your health during a contest prep whether that be short term or whether that be long term in order to reach the goal of getting stage lean, you are going to have to put your health on the back burner. It's an extreme sport and how extreme it is, is often underestimated. I think often people try to convince themselves that they will be able to execute a successful contest prep and get away with doing it whilst maintaining health. And that just isn't the case, it isn't the reality. And um, thinking that you're going to be an exception to that rule is quite naive it is just not the case you are going to have to sacrifice your health whether that be short term or long term the goal is to make it short term but um, in some cases it will be long term you are going to sacrifice your health in order to get stage lean and whether that be your mental or your physical health you will have to sacrifice some elements of your health um, the goal is obviously to try and make those negative health effects short term however there can be huge individual variance in whether that is possible or not. It can be down to so many different factors, some of which I've already mentioned. And it, it's not always possible to make those, those negative health effects short term, unfortunately. It is always the goal and there are measures we can put in place to minimise the negative effects to health. But we will still have to sacrifice health to some extent. So if health is one of your number one values right now, competing is not in line with that value. So you shouldn't be competing. Another reason you might not want to compete right now is if you have a big work or education based goal. So concentration levels are going to drop during a contest prep. And on top of this, it's going to demand a lot of time, energy and effort. Think about doing cardio every single day, on top of a couple of hours of resistance training, on top of prepping your food um, and weighing everything out, on top of getting your steps in outside of training and cardio. And it, you soon realize how quickly everything adds up. And on top of that, you've got to make posing one-to-one -one sessions, whether that be online or in person. You've got travel to the gym, you've got travel to posing sessions. Um, you might have to go and meet your coach at some point there are so many things that that mean that competing takes a lot of time energy and effort so if you do have a big work or education based goal coming up it's probably going to be more productive for you to give that time energy and effort to that work or education based goal rather than to the goal of stepping on stage and like i said on top of the time energy and effort thing 
your concentration levels will drop when you are very close to stage lean and when you're on very little food and very high cardio. So your your ability to to function for extended periods of time is going to decline. So that's something to bear in mind as well. Another thing to consider is if your stress levels are extremely high, you probably want to think about prepping another time or give prep a miss because being in a deficit is a stress in itself and contest prep is a very extreme version of this and as mentioned previously it's going to demand a lot of time energy and effort so if your stress levels are already extremely high this is only going to get worse during a contest prep recovery will likely not be where it needs to be throughout prep for you to produce the best end product possible and this could have a negative effect on your overall mental and physical health if stress levels are already high before entering a prep and they only continue to rise throughout that prep you need to make sure that stress levels are under control before entering a contest prep another thing that you you need to consider is your mental health so you need to make sure that you are stable mentally at the moment Contest prep is an extremely challenging sport mentally and it will push your limits in this way as well as physically. I would actually argue it's maybe more of a mental game than what it is physical and you therefore need to make sure that you are mentally stable and ready for the challenge mentally before entering a contest prep. Otherwise, it, it will have more long-term negative effects on, on your mental health. So make sure that you are stable mentally before entering a contest prep. Another thing to consider is that contest prep is going to challenge your, your body image, so your perception of yourself. Competing involves stepping on stage in front of a panel of judges and a crowd that you have never met before and allowing those people to judge you and rank you purely on your physical appearance nothing else the judges do not know what you've put into that prep the judges don't know who you are as a person they don't know what your personality is like they don't know what you have to offer aside from your body composition they are judging you purely on your physical appearance this itself can have a negative impact on your own body image and self-worth if you struggle to deal with this type of thing and if you place too much emphasis and too much of your worth on things like placings and the outcome of shows and on top of that the constant analysis of your own body composition can result in a very warped perception of your own body through prep so that's something to bear in mind and that's a lot of the reason why people usually have coaches through prep because it's absolutely necessary and you can't be um you can't be an objective view of your you can't have an object objective view of yourself i should say so it's going to challenge your body image if you already struggle with body image issues they are only going to get worse throughout prep so you probably shouldn't prep if you already have body image issues if you care about your health at all so consider that and now I have gone through those reasons why you should not compete. I'm going to touch on why you should compete because I think people are always saying, what's your why? Like you need to make sure you have a really good why and things like that. And I think it's sometimes quite difficult to determine what your reasoning is. So the reason you should compete, I think it would be because of your absolute love for the sport of bodybuilding as a whole. And that means every aspect of it. 
the improvement season as well as the prep, not just fat loss. If you're doing prep for the fat loss, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You have to love the sport as a whole, every bit of it, the improvement season, the process of developing your physique, pushing your limits, both in prep and the improvement season. You have to do it because you find physique development absolutely fascinating and because you absolutely love pushing your mental and physical limits. It is not easy at all. It's a good sign that you're potentially competing for the right reasons, in my opinion. If you follow and if you are interested in more than just the class you would like to compete in and if you are interested in actually going to watch bodybuilding shows or watching them online if you're interested in the sport as a whole not just doing it yourself because if you're just interested in doing it yourself but you don't care to to watch outside of that you want interest in what other people what other athletes are doing if you aren't interested in other categories my question would be okay so why why are you bodybuilding why don't you just do a photo shoot or something if you're only interested in physique development for your like on on your own um and you don't you aren't actually a fan of the sport as a whole it would just sort of raise a bit of a question in my head so yes that would be sort of the right reason in my opinion for someone to compete because they love the sport of bodybuilding as a complete whole every aspect of it not just prep if you are the type of person who can't spend time away from a prep, who can't allow themselves to regain the necessary body fat for health post-show, who can't allow themselves to spend time in an improvement season developing their physique, then why are you competing in this sport if you're only doing it for the fat loss phase of prep? You're doing it for the wrong reasons. That would be a massive red flag for me. So that's my opinion on why you might want to or why you might not want to compete if it's an appropriate goal for you or not let me know what you think to that guys i hope that this podcast has been valuable for you and i hope it's made you think i hope it's made you question your decisions and i hope it's made you open to changing your goals and values as you go through life as well if and when appropriate if competing is for you, do it and love every minute of it. Give absolutely 100% to it. Leave no stone unturned because that's the kind of sport it is. There's no room for error. You have to give absolutely everything to it. And you have to be ready to do that if you're going to enter into the sport. Otherwise, it's probably not for you. So if you're going to do it, do it right. Do it properly. Enjoy every minute of it just like I did. If this makes you question, actually, maybe I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. Maybe I could just do a photo shoot. Maybe I could develop my physique, but still have energy and time to give to other aspects of life. Maybe I have work-based or education-based goals that are a little bit more important than my physique right now. Maybe I do value my health above my physique. Maybe I want children in the next year. Maybe I care about feeling good, having high energy levels, being able to perform consistently in the gym, being able to love my training every single session. Yeah, 
something to think about and I hope like I said that does make you question your thought processes I'm all I'm always for questioning things that that applies to myself as well hence you know after last season I questioned myself and realized that competing wasn't in line with my goals and values anymore and it was time for me to take a step back from it and that's absolutely okay I now value my health I now value my social life I now value my work-based goals, my business. I value human connection, being able to be social and flexible when I'm out and about. So that's why competing, competing isn't in line with those values. So if you have those values too, question that and think about it and make an educated decision and know what you're getting yourself into. If any of you have any questions off the back of this podcast or you would like to talk through things with me, drop me a direct message on Instagram. My DMs are open and I'm happy to help however I possibly can. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And if you do enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could like and subscribe and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you could share that you've been listening on your Instagram story as well, it is, you know, it is so helpful. It's how I get the word out about the podcast. And I put a lot of time, energy, effort into this podcast. Um, so it would genuinely mean the world if you could share or recommend to your friends. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week. <laughs>